My brothers and sisters, rejoice. So today I wanted to talk about our English language and its roots and kind of where it comes from. Some of the wickedness that is hidden behind our English language. Our English language is actually the dominant language of the world. Many of the words we use in the English language have double meanings and all have roots to them. We adopted the English language. It's a very unique language because it's like a smelting pot of a bunch of different stuff. The root of the word is actually more powerful than the, the word that it was turned into. The word nice actually comes from the root word foolish. So I thought that was pretty funny. We actually curse ourselves on a daily basis without even knowing it. They say that America was founded on Christian values and beliefs, but it seems like today everything is backwards and it's quite the opposite, in my opinion. Were the founding fathers really Christian? We see time and time again satanic values, clues, hidden throughout our American culture and throughout our architecture all over America that we just dismiss. For example, the White House's street layout is in the form of a pentagram, which is rooted in pagan and rich craft rituals and, and values. The statue of George Washington doing the as above, so below sign, like the Baphomet, it just doesn't seem like it to me that these people worship our Heavenly Father. And it seems like they worship false idols instead. And I think that America has been rooted in it and it's been going on for a long time. I truly believe the English language was inspired by witchcraft and pagan values. So, when you were talking just now, you said a test, right? Yeah. When you go to school, they, they, they put you through a test, right? Yeah. <clears throat> now, I'm promising you that the English language is traps and spells. And my basic philosophy and foundation behind this isn't all original. A lot of it has been influenced and inspired by some of the information that is already circulating. But I have been doing my own research about specific words, such as morning, how we say that first thing in the morning, and um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find these traps because basically when we're using these words, these words are, are being put together as phrases, those phrases are mantras, these mantras are driving the life force energy and direction of our path and putting us in the circumstances that we're in. Whether we know it or not, that's what's going on and that's what I believe. And ever since I've really been developing more of an understanding about this, I've been a happier individual, even though it's a lot of really shitty stuff going on around me and in my life and in the world. Somehow I feel so strong, I feel so good to be alive right now at this time. <clears throat> now, the test thing that you were just talking about, Tahoma, I'm gonna break test down and prove to you that the English language ain't nothing but a bunch of traps and spells. So how do you spell? I'm about to hold the camera up for you right now. How do you spell test? T-E-S-T. -E Let's get into the symbolism of these letters and how they're being used. 
and in the context that they're being used. In this particular context, they're being used in school environments where we're supposed to be teaching our future generations how to lead this planet and you know take care of and steward this planet. What they do is they put us, we undergo a series of tests when we go to school. Now the T as a symbol is this right here. That's what a T is as a symbol. The first T written, I guarantee you, did not look like this. I promise you that it looked like that. A cross. Symbol. Our language was based on symbols. Original languages, all based on symbols. Now, the cross gives you the four directions, okay? The four directions, the energy, where they're going to take it. The S symbolizes a path or a road, okay? Travel, okay? Movement. A S is a half of an eight. An eight represents infinity, okay? The S represents where you're moving to right now, all right? In symbolism, the S is a representation of your, of your movement, where you going. The E is the representation of your energy, what you think about, what you do with your time, you know, and money and whatever, what you do for money, what you do with your money, what you do with your extra time. So what they do is they want to know where your energy, okay, what direction is your energy going to go? And they got you in between two of these. Every time they test you, they got you in between two of these crosses. In between the four paths, the four directions. And in the process of them figuring out what direction you want to go, they figure out what they want to do with you. How they going to treat you. Do you get in to the secret society? Do you get the secret club membership? Or do you fucking get murked? That's what it is, yo. I'm telling you. Y'all gotta watch what's going on and really start slowing down on this language thing and start figuring out how we can get a little bit more simple with our communication. The fuck? I mean, is it too much to ask that that in my mind I feel it makes perfect sense for us to 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 go against some shit that was forced on us? This is not my language. It was forced on me. Now I'm trying to understand it, and in the process of understanding it, they fucking us. Traps and spells. How do you spell that? I'm done for now. We'll talk more about that. We can talk about the breakdown of this right now. The what the symbols actually mean to go even deeper into how this English language is a, is a trap. Once again, we got direction. We have we have another character here that we could talk about. It's basically has a lot to do with sight and vision. 
It's a part of the. I know it looks familiar to you. You've probably seen it before when it's on the on the um, on the eye of Horus. Um, it's anyway the energy, and then the two L's. The L's represents a portion of the square. Okay, squared off. You got two of them. That represents that it's squared off. Squaring something off means to trap something inside. That's what that's what it means. When you get two L's next to, to one another, two L's, y'all know math, right? Squared? Alright, take these two L's, change the direction of them. Alright, that's one L upside down. That's a motherfucking L the right side way. You close them. And that's a goddamn trap. It's a square. Energy cannot travel properly inside of a square. So that's why they put you under spells. They do not want you to be able to travel with the proper vision to not have your energy trapped in a square. Think outside the box, people. I'm fucking telling you, I'm on to some shit. And y'all need to listen up, man. And I'm telling you, I mean, just go do some research on your own about symbolism and the English language. My name is Juan Lennon. They call me Creative Hands, Dill Spittles, Frog One, Dragon Tree, all kinds of shit. I don't care what you call me, but um, I just want people to wake up. And so I just wanted to share with my brother Taona here a little bit of proof about what I was trying to talk to him about with the English language really just being a bunch of traps and spells. That's what's up, y'all. Peace. Yes, sir. And is used to curse us on a daily basis. For example, the word grammar actually comes from the root word grammar. Grammar's definition is the structure of the English language. In French, this means spellbook. Also, grammar comes from the root word grimoire which is his textbook for magic and spells. In school, we are taught how to spell. We are taught cursive. Cursive, haha. The word rite, R-I-G-H-T, is a religious ceremony or act, is where the root for that word comes from. All these things are way too coincidental to just be written off and ignored. When we say a bad word, it's called a curse word. Because when you say something like that, you are cursing someone with your words. The unconscious mind is very susceptible to these kinds of things. And since we've been raised in it since childhood, there's nothing we can really do about it besides try to watch our words and what we say. That will help our lives get better. Because if we're constantly cursing ourselves and saying these things that we don't really understand and like they have double meanings to them and they're actually really bad, uh, it just makes our life worse and it really does curse ourselves. The words you use in your everyday life really do affect the things around you and what happens in your life. So if you're cursing and saying bad things to yourself and the people around you, bad things are surely to happen to you. Cursing yourself with your own words. Our words hold power that I don't think we think about very often. Witchcraft, paganism, new age, Anything that is not agreeing or driving with Jesus Christ or God, our Lord, the Heavenly Father, is bad. You don't have to look into this stuff and research it to know it's bad. I already did it for you. I was into it, and I'll tell you that it will bring nothing but darkness and bad things into your life. Our language is also strongly connected to sigil magic. 
and they believe that writing their spells in cursive makes them more powerful. Notice how cursive is spelled too. It has curse right in the name. And I just find it funny that they believe that their spells are more powerful when they write it in cursive. And it's just kind of funny to me and coincidental. Just connect the dots for yourself. You know, this world is insane. I'm simply just trying to expose and inform people about this stuff. I don't think that we look at stuff like this very often. And it really does have a change in effect on your life when you start to notice it and then you start to change it. Our nation was founded by the upper class, the Freemason, witches, and pagans, and the people need to be aware of this. So you can be able to see what I'm talking about and be able to protect yourself from it in the name of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Everything that is alive has a spirit. We were all raised and grown up learning this witchcraft spell language. The word book comes from the root language to arrest. And I find that kind of funny. You know, we read books all the time, and I really feel like some books are meant to arrest your mind and bring you into a false reality and bring you away from what is really going on in the world, especially these fantasy books like Harry Potter and Hunger Games and things like this. It's like movies do the same thing. They bring you out of reality for a little bit so you can kind of, you know, relax and just forget about life and enjoy the film or the book and get your mind off it but we really should be reading the holy bible and working on our spiritual lives and we should be worrying about where our spirits are going after this world instead of sitting in the physical and worrying about everything that's going around us right now in the physical we should really be worrying about our spirit and our soul and where it's going to end up after we die and there is so much more to this guys with the animology and the double meaning of word. Just research animology. It's really mind-blowing and to learn where our language comes from and what these words really mean and where our English language came from. I always found it interesting and it's just very interesting and I think everybody should look into it and try to change your vocabulary because I think it's really important that we change our vocabulary to more positive affirmations and bringing us into a better way of living and thinking and kind of clearing out all the junk out of our brain and living a more healthy, positive life instead of just cursing the world and cursing everybody around you and blaming everybody else for your problems. Just take responsibility for yourself Forgive everyone around you and yourself, and everything will be alright. I'm just really trying to expose evil for what it really is, and that is my, my job, and that is my mission. And also to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And you guys don't need to be afraid or fear this wickedness. If you have the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ with you, there's nothing that can hurt you or harm you. So get right with God, people. Protect yourself. Read the Bible. Feed your soul, feed your spirit, so that it's so that you're you're spiritually full and can and fight off these this wickedness. Break off from this fake artificial life that we're living right now and, and live. Be free. Break off these shackles. It feels so good. I, I'm happy. I smile all the time now. I'm so happy and 
everybody notices the change in me and I notice the change in me and I owe it all to the Lord I owe it all to Jesus Christ and to the Heavenly Father everything that is coming to my life and everything that I receive I owe to him and you guys should too even people who don't believe in God and are going through their lives, God still loves you. And He's and everything that you receive, all the gifts and money and anything, is from Him. And people just disregard Him, and it's so disrespectful. And you really need to praise the Lord. Amen. One of the smartest things the devil has done has created a language that is rooted in witchcraft. You cannot cast a spell on a Christian. Hallelujah. But you can get a Christian to cast a spell on himself. And that's very important to remember. Because they have no power over us Christians. But they can trick us into cursing ourselves. And I think that's kind of what they did with the English language and having us go to school and learning all, all of this. Thirteen people that take orders only from the Rothschild Tribunal in London, which they claim they take their orders directly from Lucifer. I was the manager of Zodiac Productions, which Zodiac Productions' its name has been changed since then. I'm not even sure what they call it now, but it's the largest music conglomerate in the world. It owns RCA Records, Columbia Records, Motown Records, owns almost all the concert booking agencies in the United States, and that's not even the the name of the company that owns it. The name of the company that owns it is Brenner Enterprises, and Brenner Enterprises is owned by Chase Manhattan. Chase Manhattan's owned by Standard Oil, and Standard Oil's owned by the Lords of London. You can track it on back. You kind of get the idea after a while. But I was the managing president of Zodiac Productions. It's one of my jobs as being one of these 13 people. Thus, I got to know many of the people who produce music and sing the music and play the music that you play. Now, one of the closest friends that I got during that time that I obtained was a man named David Crosby, Crosby, Still Nash and Young. I saw David the day before Christmas last year, talked with him. I got him away from this witch that he had with him. He told her to go shopping. We were in West Hollywood, and I was witnessing around to people I knew. We went off in this store, and we started talking. I said, David, I'd like to ask you a couple questions. I said, I already know the answers, but I've been gone for five years. I'd like to know if certain things are still the way they were when I left. I said, did they, now I'll have to explain some of this when I'm done, because you're not going to understand it all unless you know something about music. I said, did they still take the master to the temple room? Dave said, yeah. I said, did they still have the colon conjure demons into the master? He said, of course. I said, now, i got to know something. What's the main reason for rock music? He said, come on, Lance, you know what the reason is. I said, please, David, I don't want to guess. Tell me what the main reason is. He said, the same as when you were in, so that we can play spells on people that we couldn't cast spells upon. I'll explain what that means in a minute. I said, okay, one last thing. I've been hearing that you must be an initiated witch now to get a record contract. He said, that's right. He said, many of us that weren't total witches have to be witches now in order to produce music. Said, Thank you. The master is a tape about as big as the top of this podium that looks like an overgrown eight track that the album is cut on and it's placed in a machine that produces and presses the records and the eight tracks and cassettes that you buy. After it's been recorded, it's taken in. This is why a master's cut months in advance before it's released. On the full moon, it's taken in to a temple room about the size of this auditorium that is in every one of the major music companies behind locked doors up in the executive offices. And it's placed on an altar sitting in the north of the room and a pentagram engraved in the floor. 
and 13 hand-chosen witches and witch wizards in a coven come in and conjure a principality or a power up, usually Regia or something like that, and order him to tell the demons under him to follow every record and every tape coming off of that master. As I tell many Christian parents, you can go home and count your kids' records, probably yours too, and count how many demons at least are there. If that's too hard for you to believe, I'm sorry. That's why they do it. Now listen to me. This is why rock music's addicting. Have you ever seen kids that got rid of their music? They go around like this. They can't wait to find a rock station somewhere and they sneak off just like getting a cigarette or a fix because it's addicting. That's why they can't give it up. The rest of the conversation was this. You can't cast a spell on a Christian, but you can get a Christian to cast a spell on themselves. If you give the permission for the spell to work, being a Christian won't block it. And rock music is not just a song. It is supernatural music that which is carefully designed by their spirit guides or familiar spirits in the form of spells. Now, although the devil's music par is the music and God's music is the words, much of the songs are written in what we call witch language. Give you kind of an idea. You talk, on, many of you talk on the CB, unless you know what you, what a smoky is, and uh, a tin four, and uh, uh, a front door and back door and rocking chair and these type of things, you don't know what you're talking about. Same with witches. When you're in the first or second level, you have to learn over 2,000 words that said by anybody else means something totally different than when you say them. Elton John has said he's never written a song or sung a song that wasn't in which language. Now, I want to show you something. Damn, these kids in here will be honest and adults. How many remember and have heard at least several times a song called Hotel California? Somebody tell me what it meant. Quickly, somebody tell me what it meant. Huh? That's pretty close. But from the words, what did it mean? Well, that's more of a guess. See, most people can't tell you. That's why when people do drugs and they listen to songs in which language, they get some of the meaning. But most of the time, they can't tell you. Stop and think how many songs are out there that you really like that you don't have any idea what the person was talking about. Beyond the Yellow Brick Road? How about The Destroyer by Kiss? Can anybody tell me what it's about? Kiss said in it, kids, kill your parents. They're talking about Helder Skelter. Beatles sung Helder Skelter in which language nobody knew what it meant. Manson did because he belonged to the process. Helder Skelter is a several, several thousand year old word. Most of the music is either about Helder Skelter or a place called the Night Winds, which is what Hotel California is about, and different doctrines of witchcraft. You listen to them, your parents let you listen to them, and they have no idea. Kids openly bragged how they were gaining control of people through their music because the people played their music. They told how they didn't form their own group. Their church, because they were ordained ministers of the Satanist church, placed them together. And that's how most of the music is done. David Crosby, when him and Crosby, still nice and young, produced the record Two-Way Street, they ordered the Principality of Medes to order demons of rebellion to go into the record, and everybody that heard it would be rebellious against law and order and government. And it was one of the reasons for the great upheaval in the 60s was that one album, and they take open credit for it. Uh, I have personally talked with Johnny Todd on the base of Jack Chet's recommendation. Uh, having known Johnny Todd now for more than four years, and my having known him for some six months, I believe that Johnny Todd is a genuinely converted man, saved by the grace of God out of the depths of Satanism. Now let's talk about some sayings we use in our everyday life that everybody uses and is actually cursing ourselves. When we meet somebody and greet them, we say, 
Hello. Hell. Oh. Hell no. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not saying hello no more. So, yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not for hell. I don't want to be in hell. I don't know why anybody would want to be in hell. I don't know why hell yet is, is put as a good thing. It should be an awful, terrible thing because people burn and scream and there's, and if you ever seen hell, you would be God fearing person. You would, you'd have the fear of God and you'd be shaken. You would be, you'd be crying and people like praise this. Like, it's cool. This ain't cool. Like, hell is not cool it's not fun you don't want to go there trust me even doing as good as i am i'm still a sinner i'm still in the flesh i'm still a sinner and i'm still god-fearing i, I will always be god-fearing even if i'm doing the best and i haven't sinned in weeks i, I will always be god-fearing no matter what the apostle paul he was one of he was so pure and holy and he was god-fearing so we should all be god-fearing we say set a lot, like when we go to the store and somebody cashes you out and says, you're all set. And the ancient Egyptians worshipped a god, and his name was Set, and that's actually Satan. That is the real root of the word, Satan. I'm set for life. I'm Satan for life. It's hard to avoid these sayings in our language because we're so programmed to say that. Even I am trapped in it and I curse all the time and I try to rebuke it and every time I say something bad and I know it's, you know, it's really hard to rewire your brain, but just acknowledge it, know that you're doing it and just, and just rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. Renounce it in the name of Jesus Christ. Your life will change for the better if you change the way you speak. The word Sirius comes from the star constellation Sirius, which is worshipped as a false idol, and is also in many company logos. Sirius Radio is one of them. It's worshipped as a false idol. The word Panic. Pan is the Satan false god idol of Baphomet. A lot of white witches worship the god Pan, which he's all, which he's actually just a false idol, and they think he's this, this good thing, but it's actually just the devil. And all the witches realize it eventually. They all work their way up, and then they realize that they're worshiping the devil. And once you realize what it really is, and you keep doing it, you will be cursed. Unless you come back to the Lord and you repent all your sins and you change your wicked ways a lot of people say the phrase i'll hold it down or i'm holding down the fort or i'm holding it down for you no don't hold me down that's what it actually means is to hold you down and then you wonder why you're not going anywhere in life that's probably why so that phrase is bad don't use that good luck actually comes from the root word from white magic it originates from back in the day when people would say good Lucifer and it got translated to good luck when we adopted the English language. Understand actually means understand, to understand from somebody else. When somebody comes up to you of authority and says, you understand me? They actually mean I'm, I'm overstanding you, you're under me. So 
yet. Don't understand beneath anyone besides God. Overcome, my people. Overcome, not undercome. The word sense is actually a word of poverty. And it keeps you in a mindset of being poor and just having change in your pocket. Like sense, sense, sense. I know it probably sounds insane to some people, but this stuff is real. In Great Britain, they say, oh, what a bloody day this is. Bloody day. People are uttering the name of the devil every day, constantly, without even realizing it. Please accept Jesus Christ into your life, people, and the Heavenly Father and the Holy Spirit. You will be protected. You will be loved. You don't need to look into all this stuff with the subconscious mind and all this new age stuff. You just have to have faith in God and love God and worship God, and He will give you everything you want. He will give you whatever you want. You just have to believe. You have to have faith. You have to have a strong shield of faith, and you have to have a strong sword of the Word of God. When something amazing happens, we say, oh, it took my breath away. Death. It's a death spell. Putting a curse of death upon yourself. People say, I would kill for another one of those. No. This language is truly unholy if you really look into it. People say, over my dead body. People say, I'm serious as a heart attack. Go out there and kill him with kindness, son. And this truly goes on and on and on. Like, this isn't even, like, a fingernail into the deep, deep, deep ground this goes into. This is just me just trying to expose it a little bit and trying to get people to look into it for themselves. So I apologize for the lack of information in the video. I'm just trying to wake people up a little bit and make them see the kind of world they're living in and to accept Jesus Christ because he will protect you and he loves you all and God loves you all and he has a plan for all of us. People say, eat your heart out. I was scared to death. The Lord said in the Bible, those who don't know me or love me, love death. And that makes a lot of sense. The phrase, what's gotten into you, that one's really weird. That, that's like demon possession spell. Just think about it for a minute. It really is. All these phrases about death, destruction, possession, sickness, all of these to bring us down, hold us down, keep us down, break free from it. It's hard. It's hard. I, I'm not nowhere near able to break free from it because it's my language. It's what I learned to speak as. I grew up in it, but you can learn to notice it and, and pick it up when you say it and, and renounce it in the name of Jesus Christ. The devil truly laughs at us like because we of how we speak, and I wouldn't doubt it if the devil made this language himself. We need to stay aware and vigilant and keep our shields of faith up. Say the prayer of the armor of God and keep yourself protected under the armor of God and the aura of Jesus Christ. Like I said, I haven't even touched the surface of all this stuff. I'll get into it more as I go along and make more videos. I'm still working on another video right now. I just wanted to put this one out just in the meantime because I was thinking about it a lot and I had some urgency to get it out and I think the Lord was trying to tell me to get this out and it was the right time to talk about it. So I started writing and I started uh, making this video and I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I put 
uh, a lot of hard work into all my videos. It might not seem like it, but I put care and love into every single one of these videos, and I just pray that uh, the blood of Christ is